0: morning. Good morning, everyone. Great to see a bunch of you guys on right now. A little bit later today, but uh, you know, as they say, better bit late than ever. Friday, fry yay, as some say it. Morning, Alison. Morning, Brendan. Stephen, Sean, and James, and Hardick. Good to see you guys. Thanks for joining. Wonderful to hang out uh, again, as always. Anyone who's new, my name down there, Jason Whitten. Been property investing over 20 years, coaching property investors just like you, over 18, along the way, learned a few things each morning, get to share them with you with a bit of a Wealth Coffee chat. So welcome along. Welcome along. If you're new, let us know, give us a shout out in the chat, say hello. Hey, good morning, James, and good morning, Margaret. Good to see you guys there. Hey, today I thought I'd talk about something. It's an interesting one. You can see one of um, my properties, investment property. Um, settled it in February 2020, uh, which was which is kind of cool. Uh, bought it off the plan. Some of you guys know. Um, some of you guys know uh, this property. We um, we had a couple of them for our investors, and uh, some of you guys might have even bought uh, this property in in um, in Canberra. So purchased this property, and I, and I want to talk about. You know, capital growth is not linear, and at the moment, what's going on um, out in the out in the world of uh, uh, out in the world of um, what do you call it, uh, data land? Right, uh, there's a bit of a movement around making the uh, the data in real estate kind of in real time, like the stock market, which is which is completely flawed, right? Um, it's it's stupid. Real estate does not move, does not transact, does not have the speed of market that share markets do. And any attempt to do that is in my mind completely flawed because there's there's human uh interaction in it where the share market is quite detached from its value. It's it's nice like you don't you don't go, Oh I love the look of an Apple share. I love it, it just looks so great. You know, I've got a great view. There's shares uh, and um, uh, shares and, and property from a data-travelling point of view are very different. Anyway, there's a bit of a movement out there to go, oh, check your values monthly, um, and uh, your heartache's talking about, you know, uh, valuations from core logic and there's other providers in the marketplace, but they're so volatile and inaccurate. Um, I want to talk about, you know, what provides growth today or, you know, how growth comes because you guys know We've talked about this before. Capital growth is not a linear process. Okay, it's not a linear process. So let me go back to my. This is my. Um, uh, this is one of my properties. You know, bought in February. Like, hey, it's up. You know, technically, if I if I look, you know, from February to March, you know, six thirty to six eighty seven. Woohoo! I've made money, right? And 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 that and that was bullshit anyway. But you know, this is a little bit of data. Uh, and then I've like go, oh, in April. 666, I've lost money, right? You know, like, this is so stupid. And then now in, in May, oh, 632, I've lost more money. You know, and then, oh, I'm back up, 652. And then, you know, hey, 667, yay, yay, I've made money. Oh, no, I've lost money. I've made money. I've lost money. You know, oh, I'm now losing more money. And, you know, like, like that is stupid. Like, month to month, analyzing a property <laughs> like that, Right. How dumb. It 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 makes no sense and 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 um like growth doesn't occur like that folks. Like that is not capital growth. Like that that's it's ludicrous. Like to 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 think that that is the fact um displayed in data like that um that volatile in the real estate game is is not right. Okay? That's that's not real. That's not that's not how it looks. What um yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get a daily roller coaster, well, a minute to minute roller coaster, can't you, on the share market, Alison, Right. So, you know, we get a month to month roller coaster in real estate. So, you know, um, for all of us, we want to understand, you know, real estate growth. How, how does it work? How, like the real growth, the stuff you can use. Um, how does it work? And and I've said this plenty of times, gang, everyone listening in. You know, capital growth is a vanity metric. It's a vain concept. If you buy property to, to and the only way you succeed is it grows in value. That's vanity, folks. Right? Um, you don't control growth, and some days you're winning, and some days you're not. If you own real estate, if you build a portfolio, irrelevant of its value at any point in time, you are winning. Right? You are making progress towards a goal. The longer you own it, the more, um, the more certain you can you can. Um, the more certainty you can have that wealth and, and income in the future will be created. Right, so let's let's stick to the plan today. So how does these 15-year cycles uh, occur? Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, November 20, you know, oh, I've made money, and then, you know, oh, it's flat, you know, and I've had no growth, blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's up, it's up, you know, let's go, yay, whatever. And if we fast forward to today, you know, $888,000. So, you know, um, happy days. You know, I'm a happy guy, but if I would have been tracking my property portfolio and let's say it went flat for a while according to that that data, maybe one, two, three years, team, you know, I, I see people giving up. I see people chucking their toys. I see people having a little cry in the corner. Oh, my property went down. I lost money. It's a bunch of shit. The only time you ever lose money in real estate when it comes to your values is when you sell. Um, and uh, I wanted to sort of touch base on that today. How do you know that the, the capital growth is real and, and, and what triggers like true capital growth? And Sam and I were talking the other day um, and um, uh, he mentioned something at mentoring the other night and he calls it mean reversion, mean reversion. Now, it's a very technical term. It's out there. You can You can search it, but basically what happens, mean reversion, um, or uh the idea that your property is banking right um yep, rent when the rent rents increase, your property or your assets often are banking value that is unrealized, right so there is realized growth right let's let's talk about what that what that might be. We'll put it up here. there's realized growth, which is the stuff you see immediately. And there's the banked growth, okay? So realize growth is pretty easy. Right now, you know, I bought something and it went up in value, okay? Now, that's, um, that's uh, you know, uh, happens in a momentum market, momentum market. Now, often in a value market, a value market, which means you're buying something fantastic uh, for the money when it comes to value. And we mentioned this yesterday, uh, Alison brought it up, I think yesterday or the day before, you know, you're buying a quality location, like a crazy quality location, with a crazy quality property, um, with uh, crazy quality like infrastructure and um, uh, amenities and stuff around it, which would then attract uh, an exceptional quality tenant, right? So... In a value market, these things, the quality of the location, the quality of the property, the quality of the infrastructure, the quality of the tenant, it gets banked, team. It gets banked, okay? But it's unrealized, I think that's how you spell it, unrealized growth, okay? It's unrealized growth. So it's building up. It's banking up. Think of this. It's like a volcano, like a bottle of champagne if you shake it or a bottle of Coke, you shake it, it's got some pressure. Okay, And what are the things that help us as property investors realize this banked unrealized growth? When we invest in quality things and have, um, have great pieces of real estate, great assets, um, but they haven't seen growth in either the value or the rents, more importantly, what builds up? What are the things that are going to help that unrealized growth pop and um, in Sam's words from the other night, the mean, the mean, the, the average growth that we missed comes uh, in a fast way in one or two years or whatever it might be, all right? So we're going to talk about that today. So hey, morning, Ben. Good to see you, mate. So let's have a th- Number one, and, and chuck it in the chat for me if, if you think you know, what are the things that build up, that gets saved up, that gets banked for the growth pop? Uh, the mean reversion later on, okay? Hey, morning, uh, Nekar. Good to see you. So, number one, you're looking at it right now. What do you think this is? Um, tell me what this chart is. Um, yeah, tax depreciation, yes, a heartache, Like the value of a new property versus an old property gets saved and banked for later. Um, but, um, yeah, time, certainly, Alison. So, as time goes by, what are the things that are occurring in the marketplace that are kind of being that, that are being literally banked and saved up um, that are going to make the values pop. So this one right here, this is a chart of inflation, right? Inflation. So if you think about this, every year that goes by a certain um, things get more expensive and and you'll probably see, you know, uh, if you haven't already, Uh, If you're building, uh, I told you guys yesterday, the day before I'm building a house and and the cost of me building my house and investment property has gone up. It's $71,000 increase um, uh, because of the shortage and the inflationary issues to do with uh, constructing real estate right now. So, you know, but inflation, you know, 2%, 2%, you know, 1%, 2%, 3%. As time goes by, if your property hasn't grown, it's banking this inflationary pressure, okay? So it's banking an inflationary pressure. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to get that um, that banked value because if you buy a rubbish property in a rubbish area with rubbish infrastructure and you have a rubbish tenant You're not banking anything. You're banking a decline. You've locked in a decline in your wealth, okay? So let's say inflation, we've banked some growth. Let's say five years go by and we just do five times three. That is a potential 15% pop of value banked because of inflation. Everyone following along? Okay, so and what else will, will pop? the values when um, when uh, the timing is right. Well, things like mortgages, right? So if you have a look at here, call it, you know, 2016, the cost of a mortgage is literally 50% less, okay? 50% less in real cash terms. So when it's less expensive to buy a piece of real estate, all right, we get a pop. We get a pop in value, Okay, so, so technically, technically, other than when APRA and those guys got involved, technically, if this was very linear, you could say they, uh, anyone could afford to buy a property for 50% more than in 2016 with the same income in 2022. Now, that's not exactly right, but it's certainly about 20% more right now with the same income from 2016. Okay, so boom we've got inflation saved up for uh, over 5 years we've got low interest rates now that doesn't mean everybody is going to run out because interest is uh money's cheap it's it's not um that's not the only thing what what else what else happens all right well there's another thing that gets saved up and and, and pops for people too you know the rents the rents start to go up okay you know if you have a look at this You know, on average in some of these cities, you know, uh, 10%, uh, 14%, 16%, 13% for houses, you know, 11%, 9% in apartments, 21% in apartments in Darwin, crazy times. Um, Like, so what else is happening is the cost of renting is going up, right? So the cost of renting is going up. The cost of money is getting cheaper. We've saved some inflation up. Okay, because that's the true sort of underlying cost pressure building up. Um, so there's these things. It's, it's the reason this thing's going to pop and blow its blow its stack, or you know, give us the mean reversion, the saved up, the banked equity, the banked growth that we that we desire. Um, and one little thing to to point out here, folks, this is why for me, we chatted chatted about it the other day. This is why I think Melbourne, Melbourne. Um, is the value market right now? I believe Melbourne's the absolute value market uh, out there in the in the marketplace because um, everywhere else has had actually a, a much better time of it, folks. Much better time of it than Melbourne. And Melbourne is still uh, what is it six or oh, five or six million people? I think five or six million people. Um, and um, the lowest rents, um, in certain property styles in the country, in the country, folks. Anyway, you wait till there's a bunch, wait, you wait till there's 100 or 200,000 people come next year or the year after for immigration, right? It's going to happen, ladies and gents. So we've saved it up. We've got pressure. We've got pressure in interest rates. We've got pressure in rents going up. Um, let's have a look at what's going on. And this is, I showed this one the other day. The, um, the proportion of somebody's income, to pay the rent is at literally all-time highs, okay? All-time highs for rent versus buy, okay? So we've got another little pop-up going there. Consumer confidence. Now, this is um, um, going back up again like this. Couldn't find the, the full chart. But again, you know, people are confident. They're feeling good, like, you know, lockdowns are finished and, you know, other than Omicron and all that sort of other rubbish, whatever's going on, people are feeling a little bit more confident. You know, they're out there in the marketplace looking around. Um, And then the other thing, uh, which is, you know, putting pressure in a negative way is like, you know, there's been no construction, folks. And then, you know, the supply chain is absolutely poleaxed, right? So um, when we're looking at this market here and we're saying, all right, where is this unrealized growth, unrealized growth when you you bank it, but you didn't see it, so you can't use it yet. Um, we need to think about what that means, okay? And there's uh, there's multiple other ones as well. There's infrastructure projects, right? Melbourne and Brisbane, like insane infrastructure projects, um, being poured in. You know, Brisbane's pretty, and everyone's like, oh, the 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 Olympics, you know? Yeah, that's that's sweet. There's billions of dollars there. You know, um, don't overlook. You know, Melbourne having the largest public infrastructure upgrade. For um, their train and tram line uh, in the state's history, the largest, right? So we're thinking, all right, what's going to pop? What's going to push it? And um, it's based on the quality conversation of real estate, location, infrastructure, and tenant. um, But you've banked the growth. You didn't get growth. You didn't get growth. It's either realized or unrealized. Okay, that that's that's the way we need to look at. Property and understanding that growth, capital growth in real estate is not a linear process, never has been, never will be. Uh, growth in anything is never linear, ladies and gents, you, me, the stock market, the property market, um, as we go. So, hopefully, that made sense. You know, uh, it was a little bit sort of bitsy today in a few of those charts, but I just wanted to show you like, you know, if your properties haven't grown yet. You know, if you're back here, folks, you know, um, if you're back here, you know, uh, if you're back here, well, you can't really see that now, but um, I'll go back here. Uh, If you're back here at 622, you know, and it looks like, oh, I even lost money. I went from 684 to 622. I've lost money. Boo-hoo-hoo. Like, seriously, get over yourself. This is not how... The world works. This is not real estate. Real estate is what have we banked and it's going to realise itself over the next 10 to 15 years, maybe sooner, maybe later. If you've purchased a good property, then it's going to be on. And then you let it do its thing and then, you know, one day you wake up and you've got some equity in the bank that you can use and realise. Anyway, hopefully that made sense. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Hang on. Well, that was beauty. Uh, live television and stuff like that anyway um Allison yes uh wealth wine and wisdom is on tonight join myself and Andy uh for almost almost the final wealth wine and wisdom of the year thanks Graham and um yeah that's it wealth coffee chat done hopefully that made sense if it didn't let me know but uh yeah yeah you know remember we bank future value. How do we get to realize it? The quality of the real estate in the right location with the great infrastructure attracts the right tenant waiting for compounding growth. That's it, Heartache. heartache. But sometimes you do have to have a good look at yourself and your portfolio. And if you've got properties in places where the banked potential is never going to be realized because there's not enough pressure, There's not enough pressure in those locations to realize the bank growth. Then you have to cut and run um, in average properties. And Sean's right, like you never sell. Um, But there's one bit before the never sell, Sean, it's the buy well. And if you don't get the buy well right, you have to flick the piece of rubbish real estate you got. Then you buy well and then you'll never sell, all right? Thanks, team. You guys are awesome. Join me tonight with Andy Fenton, financial planner extraordinaire, while we when we chew the fat about what's going on, as we always, um, uh, as we always do on a Friday evening. All right, you guys, be awesome. Take care. Have an awesome day. And uh, yeah, bye for now. Join me tonight. You guys know. Bring it on. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye bye.